Okay, good morning everyone. Uh, welcome to today's shir. We're uh, going to start with uh, Pirkei Avais, um, where we're learning the Pirkei Avais with the commentary of Rabbeinu Yoyna. Uh, if anybody wants to follow inside this week, um, if you have a Gemara Avodah in the back of the Gemara Avodah you have the Pirkei Avais with the uh, commentary of Rabbeinu Yoyna. So uh, if you have a regular Vilna Shas, uh, they they still make them these days. It's uh, I don't I don't know if it's in the art scroll Gemara. I'm not sure. I don't I don't think so. But in the regular Vilna Shas, you have uh, Perki Avos with the commentary of Rabbi Yoyna. We're still learning uh, Mishnah Aleph. We're in Parak Aleph Mishnah Aleph, and at the end of the Mishnah, the the Mishnah said that. Uh, it, the Mishnah traces the line of the Messiah of Kali so from Moshe to Yeshua to the Zikanim, to the Nevi'im, to the Anshik Nesas Hagdoyla. And the Anshik Nesas Hagdoyla said three things. The first was to be deliberate in judgment. And we learned uh, last week about the importance of deliberation and not to be... Uh, not to go after your gut instinct or to assume that your initial uh, summation of something is correct. And today we're going to focus on the last two statements of the Anshik Nesek namely the Hamidu Talmidim Harbe, to establish many Talmidim. Now, that is not unanimously held. We know that not everybody agrees you should establish many Talmidim. We know that it's actually a Machlekes Beishamai Beis Hillel. Beishamai is of the opinion you should only teach to a student who's worthy. We'll just mute that. Uh, we know Beishamai says you should only teach to a Talmud Hagun. So, so Rabbi Yonah says that this Mishnah is siding with the opinion of Beis Hillel, who says that Ein Malamdin, Ela Latinoik, Ela Latalmud, Hagan Vitsanua. Says Rabbi Yonah Kedas Beis Hillel. This goes according to Beis Hillel. Shashaninu, we learned in Avos to Rav Nasan. Beis says you should only teach a proper and modest Talmud. Vikasher biyare shamayim shenemar kol choishech tamun litzbunav. All everything should be hidden for the treasured ones. And Beis Hillel says no. Uh, Beis Hillel says, "Malamdim lechal adam." You teach anyone. Maya, you teach a hundred b'shul shiatim toivim, so that ten good ones will emanate. Beis Hillel is of the opinion: teach a hundred. Out of the hundred, hopefully ten who are hagon will uh, come out. Basil says basically out of a hundred you get two really proper ones. And so why why do you need to teach a uh, hundred? Teach fifty. This way you'll get one. The answer is between these two, we don't know which one will be good. If if they're both good, great. This was the uh conduct of Hillel. Shakanas Tamidav. He gathered all his students, and he said to them, Talmidai, my students, Yeishkan Kulchem? Are you all here? Amrulai Hain, Amrulai, 
They said to him, Echad mitamidav. One of the students said, No, Rabbi, we're all here except for one of them. He said to them, Let the smallest one come. Because the generation will ultimately be led by him. And they brought Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai. So from here we learn that you should not push away any student, even the smallest of the Talmidim. What's very interesting is that this Machlekes between Mesham and Basil seemed to have repeated itself later in history between Ram Gamliel and Rebbe Lezben Azariah. Like the Gemara Brachas says, Ram Gamliel was of the opinion, called Talmud She'en Toichai Kabarai Al Yikonis. And uh, Rebbe Lezben Azariah let everyone in. So here we, we see that Hillel was uh, concerned We see from here that Hillel was concerned that uh, if the smallest student is not present, then uh, they're they're going to be losing out. In other words, that would be, be a significant omission. So they brought Rabbi Yehoshaphat. From here, we see you should not push away the smallest student because of greater ones. The young goats will become. Mature goats. Ral Inyan Zedoshu Chazal Baboiker Zera Esarecha Ula Erev Al Tanachiadecha. And regarding this subject, Chazal Darshan, in the morning sow your seed, and in the evening do not let up your hand. If you establish students in your youth, Hame Tamidim Biziknusecha, establish students in your older age, and as the end of the Pasuk continues, You don't know which ones will be kosher. Having many students is a good thing. It's a merit for the Rebbe. Now, here we have a case in point, where, Rabbi, where Hillel taught many, many students, and he said, "No, is everyone here? And uh, the, the smallest one wasn't there. And Hillel said, no, we can't start yet. We need to wait for him. And he ended up being Rabbi Yochem ben Zakkai. But then we see even bigger chiddush. Let's say a person taught many students. And they're all present. The only thing is, now a person is, he's not 30. He's not 40. He's not 50. He's not, now he's older. He's older already. So should he continue? Yes, to continue. Maybe the students that he produced in his uh, youth will not be as successful as those in his old age. Now, um, this applies to really to everyone because everyone in some capacity has the opportunity to teach Torah, whether it's to students, whether it's to children, grandchildren. So if a person says, look, I already taught my kids and uh, I'm potter. Now it's their time and I go on vacation. Well, now, now you have to teach your grandchildren. And if you taught your grandchildren, you have to teach their children. Because one never knows from whom the uh, Torah will be more successful, which, which descendant or which student will uh, accept and assimilate the, the teachings of the Torah more than the others. And therefore, the job is never complete. And that's the second teaching of the Anshik Nesha and then the Anshik Nesodah taught, Va'asusiyog the Torah, make a fence around the Torah. 
says the Mishnah Novis Ke'inyan Shinemar, like it says in Vayikra, Ushmartem es Mishmarti, and you should guard my guarding, Kaloimar, Asu Mishmaras le Mishmarti. Make a fence around my fence. Make a guard around my guard. Vahasiyag Hudavragadam. A precaution is a very great matter. Umeshubach, and it is praiseworthy, la'asayasiyag, to make a fence, v'geder le'mitzvahs, and a uh, wall around the mitzvahs, l'val yuchal l'hikashal bahem, so that one does not stumble. Hayore istavar Hashem, meaning it is very advantageous, it is very noble, to make fences around the Torah, so that you don't stumble. Lachin hamakayim istavri chazal, one who fulfills the words of the sages, shehim sayogim le'mitzvahs shel Torah, which are, Fences for the mitzvahs of the Torah. Chibiv Hayira. He loves fear of God. Mimi Sha'isa Hamitzvah Atzma. Then one who does the mitzvah itself. So now Rabbeinu Yoyna is uh, teaching us a very interesting uh, idea. And it's based on the Pasuk and Shir Hashirim. Kitoivim Doidecha Miyayin. That your words are better, your love is better than wine, which Chazal Darshan, more beloved are the words of the sages than the wine of Torah. So, what, what does that refer to? Rabbi Yon is saying that one who observes the Dine Drabanon is demonstrating more Yerashamayim than someone who observes the mitzvah itself. Why? Ki ein asiyas ha mitzvah Performing a mitzvah does not demonstrate fear, like one who observes the fences of the Torah. That he's careful in the beginning so that uh, he doesn't come to negligence. One who does the mitzvah in a mekayim, as he doesn't fulfill the fence. Mar elanu he shows ki imyeta bein of lasis mitzvah al yera bein of imyivshaba. He shows that even though it's good in his eyes to do the mitzvah itself, but it wouldn't be the end of the world if he uh, if he slips up. Velifroit's parrots and he breaches the fence. Loichash, he wouldn't be concerned. Mimnei hayira upayrets gather yishchenu nachash. One who breaches the fence will be bitten by a snake. So let's try to think of a good uh, example of what Rabbi Yoyna is uh, is bringing out. Let's say midayraisa, you're now to eat chametz. Let's say from midday on Arab Pesach. And the rabbis say, well, you can't get Hana an hour before that, and you can't eat it two hours before that. So a guy who's careful not to eat chametz, okay, he clearly he wants to do the Ratzon of Hashem, but imagine if he had bread in his hand, and it's 11 o'clock and he's munching the bread, and it's 11.15 and he's munching the bread, and it's 11.45 and he's munching the bread, and a guy is talking to him in conversation. He gets caught up. And the guy says, Well, check your clock. You, do, you don't realize it's almost the Zman. And he says, Oh, in one second, it's going to be the Zman Achila, Isra Achilas Chametz. So this guy basically was walking on a tightrope, tightrope. And, uh, he, he, he was lucky 
that he happened to have stopped at the right time. But he clearly, even though of course he doesn't want to eat chametz, but he demonstrated that, you know, he's not that scared. It doesn't frighten him that much. You know, if he would have ended up falling and stumbling, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. But someone who's careful, he, someone who stops eating the chametz two hours before, he shows that in his mind, eating chametz is like eating poison. And he's not taking any chances, you know. He's going to stop two hours before because maybe his, his watch, he forgot to change not only this year, but last year, so maybe it's two hours behind. In other words, somebody who observes the siyagim, he's demonstrating much more Yerashamayim than someone who just observes the mitzvah itself. The words of the sages are foundations and trees of fear of God. Which is the mainstay of the world. And the foundation of, uh, of all attributes. All the other mitzvahs are merely treats compared to Yerashamayim. V'zehu she'amru b'medrash, regarding this the medrash tells us, Ki toivim doidecha miyayin. Your love is better than wine. Chavivim divrei soifrim miyena shel Torah. More beloved are the words of the sages than the wine of Torah. In other words, uh, you know, sometimes... Uh, we don't like to get caught up in chumras. You know, we don't like to get caught up in um, extra practices because that could sometimes lead to neglecting the ikr. But on the other hand, there's a certain maila of a chumrah. You know, sometimes we mistakenly say, oh, it's a chumrah, it's a chumrah. But there's an idea that a chumrah can actually have more meaning than the mitzvah itself because if somebody's observance of a chumrah is out of genuine Yerashamayim, then in a way it it supersedes and in a way it becomes more important than the mitzvah itself because it demonstrates the real concern you have about it. Look how concerned I am about not violating the will of Hashem. I'm even willing, I'm going to stay away a hundred feet. But if somebody walks right up to the border, then in a certain sense they're showing a certain callousness that they're not that concerned. So that's the event, that's what the Anshei Knesset Agdeh taught us, Va'asu Siyag Latayra. And that's what we're going to do this week. And we're going to go to the uh, Tefillah Shir, um, and we'll hold it here.